Blog Talk Radio. And thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'm Ellen Scobie, your your co-host for today's show, and Dr. Catherine May is here with us today. Uh, Dr. Catherine has been a clinical psychologist for over 30 years, and she's the author of the book Who Needs Light. Uh, she is a workshop leader, um, renowned in her field, and she teaches an amazing technique called visual centering. We will be announcing more about her series of workshops that will be starting, the first one actually to be held in New York City on March 16th. Uh, she also has been endorsed recently on a cruise in the Mediterranean that Dr. Wayne Dyer was doing. She was uh, endorsed by Dr. Dyer uh, for her beautiful book, Who Needs Light, which you can actually purchase also on her website. And any, if you want to know anything more about her, you can find out all the information that you need to know. Her daily channelings on her blog are on her website, too. So, without further ado, we're going to listen to a little music. We're going to take your calls. So the call-in number is 760-683-2637. So please call in and ask any questions that you might have. Dr. Catherine will be channeling Mother, Father, God, and or St. Germain today. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. This is Catherine, and I have a poem for you before we begin the channeling. Um, this is a poem that follows on things that we talked about last week, where Linda asked a question about um, knowing when she's on her path. So I'm going to read you this poem that's also in the book, Who Needs Light? But it's appropriate, I think, to what we've been talking about. So the title of the poem is On Finding Your Heart. Listen, the crow with its small beating heart calls to its family, Come, fly with me. Sit, breathe. A small patch of green holds millions of beings as wondrous as we. Look, a gliding bird soars in the distance a plane. The engineers say it's the wing shape that gives it what they call lift. Seed, shape, and air gives us flight. Simple wonders, a gift. Is it true? A dragonfly lights on my finger. Reminder, me too, me too. Do I recall somewhere deep in my bones a sheer water, wings beating, life, rain streaming against my face, dark nights of courage and will, perseverance ingrained, a single goal, 
magnetic attraction, still onward long days to our winter home, ancient memory of my soul. My family, loves of my life, call to me, all present, glad, and strong. They too know our destiny, the joy of continents won. Was I there, or can I feel what others feel, deep in my heart, where we are one? A child on the train looks with wonder at me. Our eyes meet, we telegraph. I see you, I see you, and smile, aware of the others who do not see, who cannot know the thrill of that moment we carry now. My dog wants to sleep, cradled with me, our hearts calm and easy with love company. Acceptance, grace, unconditional love comes easy with one so free. The plant by my window grows six feet and more. It only needs water and air. An old pot of soil, on what does it feed? Years go by. It continues its greenful pursuit. The sun smiles. A new shoot appears out of nowhere. The scientists say photosynthesis. But what inspires the plant's will to grow? to nourish itself and create. I do not command it, neither do you. The plant knows, the ant knows, the cat on the sill. They live out their destinies, unquestioned identities. Only we humans, drunk with free will, with egos gone hungry, we think we must delve, question, wander and search to find our own true selves. All around us, God tells us, it's in you, just listen. Your soul carries wisdom, perspective. Your heart feels the truth of your human existence. You are what you are, and you're perfect. But only a heart can feel love, and only a heart knows the truth. Where the future determines the past, you were made to sing and love without fear. Where your foot is, that's your path. So that's my little poem for today. There's a line in here that people have questioned, where the future determines the past. We're going to be talking about manifesting a bit today, I think. And that's what that line refers to. When you envision something for your future, it determines what your present is going to be like. So we're going to hear more about that. Um, I can go straight now into seeing what Mother, Father, God, and St. Germain have to say. So I will be leaving you, in a sense. I will step aside and let Mother, Father, God speak. They will do a little introductory um, talk for you. And then we'll have some music and we'll open the uh, lines for people to ask questions. So everyone, please call in. Um, As you're listening to the show, I'm sure there will be questions that will come up for you. 
don't be shy. Call in. Last week we had some wonderful questions that that brought remarkable answers. So I hope everyone will not be shy. The guest call-in number is 760-683-2637. And when you call in, Ellen will talk with you um, and let you know uh, when your turn will come. So unless we have any other announcements, um, I see that Ellen is is holding on the line, so she'll be there for us when I finish the channeling. Um, so let's go now to see what Mother, Father, God, and St. Germain have to say today. I got a little preview where they said that they would be talking about politics and manifesting. So I think we have some interesting things in store. So I'm going to step aside now, and you'll be talking with, I believe it's Mother, Father, God, who's coming first. Okay. Hello, my children. Yes, this is Mother, Father, God speaking to you. We are delighted to be here with you. It's so exciting to us to be able to talk with you this way and hopefully lots of you will call in and ask us questions and then we can speak with you ourselves. So today we want to talk about some interesting events going on in the world today. We haven't really um, alerted our, our channel here about what we were going to talk about but We'd like to try to go into something new today, something you may not have heard about. Things are in a stage of foment all over the world, and this is no accident. We have sent waves of energy to planet Earth. Some of you are familiar with the transition that took place on December 21st and beyond. Those energies continue your sun, the great sun that warms your planet, is sending energies. Some people call it sunspots, but it's more than that. The energies that are now bombarding your planet not only keep you warm and help things grow and create the cycles of night and day, they are also sending a special sort of energy we call plasma, which has an effect on your DNA. The scientists have found that there are strands of DNA that they are puzzled by since it seems to have no use or is dormant. Well, it's no longer dormant. You are being changed, even as we speak, by the energies that are flowing across your planet. And this is as it was intended. You have come to the place in your development as a planet where Mother Gaia has already ascended, is moving toward higher dimensions, and where you are 
being encouraged to ascend as well, to keep up with her. Now, what does ascending really mean? What it really means is opening your heart, increasing your dedication to love, unconditional love, to being of service to others, and to being in contact, in deep connection with us and with all your other fellow humans on the planet and being able to see that. There have been eras in your development where things became pretty dark on the planet. The last 30 or 40 years have been one of great separation from any kind of spirituality for many people. Even those who call themselves religious lost touch with being able to really listen and talk with us, being able to make intimate connections. We're delighted that that is shifting. And now so many of you are reaching inside your hearts, inside your souls, you're reaching to make connection with us. And we hear you. We sense it. We see your light. And we respond with great love. And we're not alone. We have wonderful masters and teachers and guides who are there to help you as well. One of them is our dear Saint Germain, who's going to, we're going to leave plenty of time for him to talk today because he has some very interesting things to tell you. But in the meantime, let's just give you a little update about what's happening in the world of politics. We dictated um, a lecture, a story yesterday to Dr. Catherine to post on her blog. It was about why we're so interested in the politics on planet Earth. And I think if I give you a brief explanation, you'll understand. We are very interested in democracy. We're interested in seeing the great wave of freedom that's taking place on your planet come to fruition because this is our way. We've talked about the true way. The true way is understanding equality, is understanding love and companionship, the companionship of all the beings on your planet. And you see, that's the way it is in what you call heaven. When you come home here after, home to us after your time on earth, what you will find is democracy. So we're only trying to help you to achieve on earth what already exists in what you call heaven. So, yes, we're very interested in the politics, in the freedom movements that are going on across your planet. There are fits and starts, yes. It may seem as though a movement has died and then suddenly it ignites again. You're going to see that happening all across the globe. You've seen it in the Middle East, the Arabs, what they call the Arab Spring. That was not an accident. 
that was a prelude to the energies coming on December 21st. There are people there who are whose hearts are opening, who are igniting to the truth that all human beings deserve to be free, not under the yoke of some despot or some slaveholder or even some elected official who is misusing their power to abuse others. Across the globe there is an awakening. And you in the in the United States and Canada and the Western world are going through another awakening process, similar to what happened during the revolutionary times in the 1700s. You're all becoming newly aware of the issues, of the concepts behind your way of life. That's very important. Educate yourselves, dear ones. Understand what the concepts really mean. What does socialism mean? What is communism? We have a surprise for you. We we must tell you, we were behind the process of helping to institute what you call communism as an experiment in the great eastern blocks. We had hoped that it would help to free the people from hundreds of years of domination by monarchies and despots. Unfortunately, it was an experiment that was quickly usurped by the dark hats, who decided to turn what would have been freedom for all into slavery. So it didn't work out very well in the long run, but there were great lessons learned. So you're probably aware that your democracy, as it was established by the founding fathers in the 1700s, that it was a project that was blessed. Our dear St. Germain was there, helping to write your constitution. And there are stories about a mystery man who appeared on the balcony and urged the founding fathers to sign, both when the Declaration of Independence was written and when your constitution was finished, he gave an impassioned speech to encourage the signers, put your names on the paper, gentlemen, and they did. So St. Germain has a true interest in your growing democracy because he was there at its birth and he was instrumental in making it happen as well. So while we while you ponder these thoughts and try to imagine bringing the the tenor and the atmosphere of love and light 
that you experience between lives here with us in the higher dimensions, imagine bringing that, all of it, to planet Earth as Gaia wishes and as many of you have envisioned. Now we give it words. Create your world. Create your lives on Earth as it is in Heaven. And you will have joyful and happy times. Now we're going to turn over the floor to St. Germain. And he'd like to tell you something about his manifesting abilities and his plans. Are you there, St. Germain? (laughs) Yes, he is. All right. We will talk with you next week, everyone. And call in so you'll have your questions for us. We'll be here to answer them. Now, go ahead, St. Germain. Thank you, Mother, Father, God. Yes, of course I'm here. I'm delighted. And this is this show is becoming more and more fun. As people call, as um, Dr. Catherine and her co-host, Ellen, are becoming used to our requirements, we've given them quite a challenge here. But they're, they're learning it masterfully and having a good time at it as well. So we're delighted with that. Now, I'm going to tell you some secrets. And I'm delighted to tell secrets because it's been such a long time. I spent a very long time on planet Earth, as Mother, Father, God have said. During the times of your revolution, during the French Revolution, the times in England and across Europe when the world was in foment, The last time I was there, and because there were not the same kinds of television and internet and cameras available, I was able to slip in and out of countries, travel across the globe, contacting one uh, monarch and then another, negotiating without anyone really keeping track of who I was or where I was. I kept my identity rather secret because I didn't want for anyone to keep track of my travels. It would have seemed very strange for them when they, and just recently people are discovering this, uh, if they had found that I had been around for 150 years or so, it might have disturbed people. It might have um, attracted attention that I did not wish to bring to myself. But now, some of you are ready to hear these kinds of things and not be completely shaken by them. Yes, I did live a very long time on Earth and could come back if I chose to, but my work is done there. I have turned over the current processes to those on the boots on the ground, as we call you, who are helping to make our plans and our wishes and our actualities come true. 
Now, I'll tell you a little bit about what I did while I was there. I traveled about a great deal, and people were not aware that I was actually a gem collector. They did know occasionally I would show them my abilities in alchemy, which I practiced. I actually, there were times when I would show people how I could heal the um, a small defect in a precious stone and make it far more valuable. So I did that occasionally, almost as a parlor trick. But needless to say, it earned me quite a great deal of affection from the monarchs who were more than happy to have valuable stones in my wake. So it gave me an entree to the palaces of Europe and England and ensured that people would welcome me when I came back. But in the meantime, I was doing the alchemy in order to create an enormous stockpile of gems and gold. I would trade, for instance, I would trade for a very beautiful stone that I had healed to buy many more that were not so perfect. I would then recreate the stone in its most glorious state. And those stones became the foundation for a magnificent trust, an enormous pot of money, gold, jewels, which over the years I accumulated. And even for a time, I went to live in Tibet with the monks, the beautiful monks who lived there. And during that time, I practiced the alchemy and created the huge storehouse that has become what we now call Nasara. This is the trust fund that I created while I was there with the help of certain very reliable families who agreed to protect and keep secret this wonderful storehouse for the time that I would let them know that now we will dispense the riches that are there in the storehouse. And they are there, my children, for every one of you. Your lives will be enriched. You will find yourself with joy and pleasures surrounding you, the likes of which you never imagined. I do not mean that everyone will be given dollars in great numbers or that everyone will have the biggest house or the most luxurious car. That is not the purpose of this fabulous fund. The purpose of it is to raise the consciousness and the living standards and the happiness of every human being on earth. This means, of course, that we will begin with those who are most in need. There will be no hunger 
under my watch. Mother, Father, God have blessed this project and wish to see their children of planet Earth no longer suffer, no longer be enslaved under the yoke of the powers that be, as we call them, the dark hats who have taken over power on your planet. We have not intervened until now because that is our command. But you're raising your consciousness. The planet is shifting and it is time now for us to bring you the benefits you have so richly earned and that you have always deserved. We will begin with what you call nonprofits and organizations that are doing wonderful work in the fields of healthcare, education, and the arts. The world that we envision for you and that many of you envision yourselves is one where there will be dancing in the streets. There will be wonderful concerts and events taking place that will be free for everyone. This is what brings happiness and joy. Celebrations with your neighbors, block parties, if you will, events in the parks, in the public buildings, in the railroad stations, everywhere there will be celebration and richness all kinds of music, all kinds of art will be supported. And you will begin to see healing processes, techniques, the best of what exists around the world will be gathered into centers for innovative practices. You will no longer be, will have to submit to the whims of insurance companies and poorly funded hospitals and doctors who have been educated in the disease model who cannot foresee health and wellness. There will be a great re-education campaign to make it easier for everyone to be healthy and strong and happy. And the riches that have been held in trust for you will begin that process. It will not be the only source. Once these ideas and inspirations begin, there will be so many people wanting to take part, wanting to contribute. It will be like a river. And everyone will benefit. You have an amusing expression about the, the rising tide will lift all boats. Well, we will start to increase the tide a bit. But you, creators, you will take over. You will create a world that will be the heaven on earth that you have always dreamed of. And now... I'm going to turn over the line. 
I believe that there are questions. So let's yes. talk with Ellen. Yes, uh, thank you so much. Mother, Father, God, and St. Germain, it's just amazing. What great information and just wonderful. We do, we have some callers on the line. Um, I thought we would take just a short break, listen to music for just a just a half a minute or so as the callers are, are um, calling in right now. And then we'll come back and take our first question. Thank you. Okay. Here's our music. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ellen. And before we get started, um, I have a question myself for St. Germain. Um, I had something happen this week that um, I wonder if I can ask you this question, if it's relating at all to what you had spoke about. Uh, I have a good friend who is uh, the um, executor at a... um, at a nonprofit organization, and she just told me that she's been working very, very hard on getting a grant for her organization, which does amazing work. And um, it just came through, and um, she's been working very hard at it, and I guess big dollars just came through for her and her organization, which is amazing. And I'm just wondering, uh, in regards to the dispensing of these funds that you were talking about to all these great organizations, um, has it started yet? Um, has it begun? And perhaps can you give us shed some light on when that might start to happen? Thank you. Ah, oh, Ellen. Yes, your friend in uh, Rhode Island, I believe. Well, I can tell you a little bit about what's happening now. This is St. Germain. Um, we have not yet begun to actually disperse the dollars, but that does not mean it has not already had an effect. Many people are beginning to hear about this fund. We've leaked the information, you might say. And as more and more people begin to look forward 
to a time of abundance, it has a very interesting effect on the psychology. People who used to think in terms of, oh, we'll never have enough money, we'll never be able to make this work, the government's broke, everybody's broke, nothing good is going to happen. All of a sudden, those people are beginning to go, hmm, well, perhaps there is magic. Perhaps there is hope. Perhaps we can apply for the funds. Perhaps they will even be granted. So people who would not have worked so hard, who would not have had such great hope and would not have tried so hard to manifest their dream are gaining new inspiration and new commitment. And we love seeing that. We're delighted to to support and encourage programs like this one you're describing. But sometimes the people in charge have had this dream in mind for such a long time that they are already manifesting it. And that has to do with the great energies that are rising all around you. This is a project that has been envisioned for a long time. And there are good people working hard to create it. So the project you describe is an example of manifesting your dreams with or without the trust fund. There will be those that will succeed, but we will be encouraged, encouraging and helping to make this work for all. Now you understand that every time we support and fund a project, it spawns other projects. It also frees up funds for other projects that may be in line for the benefits that are already available. So it all works together. There is a phenomenon that maybe I can explain to you. If you picture a large ship in the water, the ship is moving As the ship is moving through the water, it creates a wake behind it, but it also creates a wave in front of it. That's the effect you're feeling now. The ship is coming into port, but the waves are already lapping at the shore. Does that answer your question, Ellen? Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. That's Wonderful. Thank you. And now we have a call from Danielle. Danielle's from Woodland Hills in California. Danielle, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello, St. Germain. Hello, Danielle. <laughs> yes, It's lovely yes. to hear you. Thank you for calling to ask us questions. What yes. would you like to ask? I would like to ask... Um, you know, with everything said and what I've been learning, I'd like to know what my life purpose is and and as far as being able to help 
with our planet, with people around me, with everyone that I encounter. Um, I know that I have healing hands, um, but I'm still a little bit lost on what my life purpose is so that I can move forward and and be able to assist in that way um, and to see if you are able to tell me. <laughs> this is the same question we had last week. <laughs> oh. Um, if you were listening to the poem that Dr. Catherine read, mm-hmm. there was a line there that said, you were made to sing in love without fear. Where your foot is, that's your path. Now, it would not be right for us to say to you, now listen, Danielle, here is what your life is going to be. You must go out and you must open a center at 235 West Main Street. And you will be seeing people there and here's what you will do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that would not be fair because a life path is about discovery is about learning to look inward I'm sorry, not path, purpose (laughs) purpose, I didn't mean path (laughs) well, it's often used um, the same your purpose in life is to be who you truly are, your authentic self. That is your primary purpose in life. That is all our purposes. And that's what we're here for. So your purpose is to discover within yourself what your greatest powers are, what your strengths are, and your inclination is already to want to heal and to want to help people. But sometimes people get confused between the idea of their purpose in life and what their job will be. Your purpose in life doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the work that you do. For some people it might, but generally... It's important for those of you in Western cultures to learn to separate those two things. You don't have to earn money at doing the thing that is your purpose in life. If you are a healer, then heal. Don't wait for the sky to open. If you have healing hands, there are people who need your help. Offer it. Our purpose is always to be the best that we can be, to use our gifts and our skills in the service of helping others. No more, no less. And how you go about that will change and evolve as you grow, as your life progresses, as people come into your path. You will find the answers to your questions. Your purpose in life is to be the best Danielle that you can be. And by doing that, you will raise the level of of vibration, of spiritual connection, of love around you. 
And if you do that, you will have fulfilled your purpose in life. Does that answer your question? It surely does. It surely does. Oh, very, very right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you, Danielle. Yes, thank you for sharing mm-hmm. your knowledge and wisdom with all of us. Oh, you're <laughs> very welcome. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Namaste. And now, this is Catherine. I'm back. Um, I'm going to put the music on for a moment, and I will check in and see what else we have in store. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Well, it's been a wonderful hour shared together today. And uh, Dr. Catherine and I just wanted to give you some information on some upcoming workshops that will be happening. Uh, The first one will be in New York City on Saturday, March 16th. So if anyone is interested in learning more about that, uh, you can go to Dr. Catherine's website, let me remind you that's www.whoneedslight.org. And you can follow Dr. Catherine's daily uh, channelings there. And um, her book is also available. And any workshops that uh, are coming up, uh, there will be all the information that you need right there. So now I'll just turn this over to Dr. Catherine. And thank you so much all for being here. It was uh, Pleasure spending this hour with you, and hopefully we'll see you at one of the upcoming workshops. Dr. Catherine? Yes, thank you, Ellen. Um, yeah, I wanted to, to give people a little information. Um, we had a caller who was who was apparently calling in but kept getting caught, cut off. So maybe next time. Uh, and those of you who have questions, you can see now how we go about this process. So feel free to call in next time and ask your questions. 
All right. I'll tell you a little bit about the workshop that I will be doing on March 16th in New York City. Um, I do a, I teach a technique called visual centering. It's a, a method that I learned over a process of about 30 years studying with a man named Amos Gunsberg. And I am the only person he trained who is practicing this technique, um, as far as I know. So I will be teaching this to a smallish group uh, in New York City, probably a maximum of 10 people, maybe 12. We could we could do 12. Um, so make sure you sign up. You know, as soon as possible, if you if you're in the area and you feel you can come. Um, here's what it's about. There is a a video, either on YouTube or on my website, that describes what visual centering actually is. I'll just give you a brief um, thumbnail to uh, introduce it. It's a process by which I teach. Uh, volunteers and clients to learn balance and clearer visual focusing by literally working on clearing the channels in the optic nerve and in the um, visual circuitry to clear the way to move back into your optimal centers, your uh, center of operations, in your adult brain, leaving behind the pockets and blockages that have been put in place in childhood, which most of us have experienced. In doing this, as you clear the channels in your brain and along the optic nerve, you literally learn to change the way you see the world. So that's a brief description of what it's about. Um, there are a number of videos online that you can watch where I'm working with other people. But first, watch the one where I present the description and the background of what visual centering is. So those are available for you online. Um, I also do Skype sessions to teach this process. But it's fun to come to a workshop um, the, the camaraderie and the encouragement of others in the workshop is really makes it a good time. So the March 16th workshop will be 10 to 4, and I will post the um, the address and the details on the work on the website. So that's my announcement for today. There will be other workshops coming up. Uh, for those of you who are around the country, um, I will be planning others later on in probably England and perhaps some South American countries. But for now, um, we're going to stick with the U.S. in the near future. Ellen, do you have anything else you want to add? Well, I'd just like to say that um, it's really, really worthwhile to go to your website to look at the actual um, people doing the visual centering process. You can actually see 
the change occurring, and it's pretty remarkable. Um, it's a technique that Dr. Catherine has taught me and that I'm continuing to practice, and uh, it's it's really quite amazing. And um, this is really the only place that we know of that you can learn this technique. So by actually seeing it on the website, it gives you a very good idea of what you'll be experiencing. So come join us on, on March 16th in New York. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you. Thank you. All right, so I'm going to put on our our um, music, our departure music, and this time I'm going to play a wonderful song called Archangel in the Snow by John Mamora. And I hope you will have enough time um, to hear the end of the song where the lyrics are just wonderful. So thank you for coming, one and all. And we will see you next week at the same time. Bye-bye. It was after midnight, moonlight on the snow. Not a soul around
Señor. 